Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. I'm Clay Travis. I'm Buck Sexton. And you are listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show live from our studio in Nashville, Tennessee. We appreciate all of you wherever you are listening around this great country, or this great world. And we know that we are stepping into the time slot of one of the greatest individuals to ever do radio, if not the greatest individual that has ever done radio in the history of this medium. And that's why we're consistently not ever going to say that we are replacing Rush Limbaugh. Because no one is ever going to replace Rush Limbaugh. But what we are going to do is continue the fights that Rush Limbaugh fought so eloquently and so spectacularly for so many years. Because we know that all of you out there listening right now, there is an element of fear in this country that I think for generations we have not ever actually had to deal with. And I think there's a huge number of you out there right now, listening to us, who have picked up your phones at some point in time, thought about sending a tweet, thought about posting something on Facebook, thought about sending something on Instagram, but you are so terrified about what might happen if you share your actual opinion that you didn't do it. And if you haven't had that thought, I guarantee you that you've had that thought about your kids or your grandkids or someone in your family, and worried that if you actually say what you think, you are going to find yourself in the midst of a cancel culture storm. And we are here. This is one of the great things about the platform that we have. As big tech is strangling down and circumscribing what everybody can say and what they can't say, as there is a 
overwhelming atmosphere of censorship that is descending across the country and continuing to grow. Buck Sexton and I are so incredibly excited and so incredibly grateful to be able to talk to all of you every single day and help to fight the battles that Rush Limbaugh fought for generations, for decades. And we are going to be the voice for many people who do not feel like they have a right to share their voice. And we are going to be the absolute most honest show, I believe, anywhere that you are going to find in radio or any other medium. And one of the reasons that this show is going to continue to be so powerful is in an era when so many people, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Google, whether it's Amazon, so many places out there are keeping you from being able to be exposed to the truth and to the facts. Radio, it's an old medium buck, but it's one of the most reliable out there. We're going to be able to talk to all of you directly and help to make, I really do believe this, the country a better, smarter place, and maybe, just maybe, we're going to be able, I believe, to win a lot of the battles that matter going forward. Now, some of you may have heard my voice before, and I bring it up just because I had the incredible good fortune seven years ago in 2014 to fill in for uh, the late, great Rush Limbaugh, and then a number of times afterwards. I bring it up because one thing that Clay and I have been absolutely dedicated to from the very beginning here is that we understand that there's a mission. We understand that there is a fight ahead. It would be hard to think of a more difficult time in living memory in this country for conservatives to feel like they're getting a fair shot in the marketplace of ideas. That in this culture war, we're not seeming to just seed ground every day. And what was Rush? Well, he was a valiant warrior for his cause, but he was also in in military parlance. I know there are a lot of you out there who are current or, or former military He was the great force multiplier. Rush Limbaugh is the reason I do talk radio. Rush Limbaugh is the reason so many others across the country are even in this medium. He was the one that we all look to. He was the leader of this movement. And there's a whole generation now, or multiple generations really, of people who are taking up the fight for conservatism because of what Rush Limbaugh stood for and what he meant. So we show up here in this studio Together, Clay and I, every day, trying to do honor to that memory. And we understand that this is something that is is sacred to all of us and to all of you. We will be your advocates in this. We will be the people who try to spread the message of conservatism across the country and continue on that work of Rush as a force multiplier, as somebody who inspired so many others. It was a huge break in, in my career and a huge moment in my life when I got to sit at the mighty EIB mic seven years ago. I couldn't have thought at the time that here I'd be sitting with Clay and now on hundreds of stations across the country trying to take up the mantle, trying to continue on in that fight. My great hope here is that we will make all of you proud, that we will make the uh, memory of Rush proud, and we'll do everything that we can to fight for this country that we love so very much. And you will be a critical part in that process. Your phone calls, your emails, your your notes to us. We want this audience to feel as interactive as possible with us throughout the course of this show because we are here to represent you, to speak for you, to connect 
to make sure that you understand why we're showing up every day, what this mission really is all about, and we're going to do our, our darn best. And and with that, I mean, Clay, I, I think everyone should know a bit about who who Mr. Clay Travis is and who I am, because we're also going to have fun here. I mean, I know yes. there, there's the overarching mission, but there's going to be this whole other component of two guys who have a whole lot of interests and, and background that they either bring to this or they share and they want everyone to understand why it is that we're doing this every day. No doubt. Early Happy Father's Day. Uh, late, I guess I should say, Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. I spent my weekend coaching Little League Baseball. I have three boys, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 6-year-old. I care desperately not only about what's going on in the country for the adults out there, but I think a lot more now about the country through the eyes of my three kids and what we are going to leave to them and all the other younger guys and girls out there who are growing up right now in one of the most tumultuous times in certainly modern American history. Some of you have been listening to me for a while. For the past six years, I've been doing Fox Sports Radio mornings, uh, 6 to 9 a.m. all over the country. And so for everybody who's coming in that has been listening to the Outkick, the coverage show that I have been doing for those past six years, welcome back into this show. I think we're going to continue to have a lot of fun here as well. And a lot of you Red and or have been paying attention to the content that we put out at a website called outkick.com, which Fox recently bought. And uh, we've been fighting a lot of these battles over the past several years. Buck, one reason I was so comfortable making the transition from Sports Talk Radio uh, to this show is because sports has basically become politics in many ways. And certainly in the COVID era, we did three months, four months basically, of sports talk radio with no sports going on. And a lot of that discussion was about, hey, we have to get back to playing sports. We have to find a way to play college athletics. We can't allow the Ivy League to dictate everything. I fought hard for the Big Ten to be able to play, for the Pac-12 to be able to play, for the NFL and the NBA and the NHL and Major League Baseball to find ways to play amidst this COVID mess. And so we already got a couple of sports stories we're going to dive in today. Supreme Court issuing a major ruling on the NCAA. We got a trans athlete qualifying for the Olympics. Sports has become integrally intertwined in many ways now with the world of politics in particular. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun, Buck, because you're coming in, hey, six years in the CIA. Uh, You know what it's like on the ground in many ways in so many of these issues that we're going to be talking about. You're far more informed than a lot of people who go on television and certainly a lot of people who come on the radio and try to talk about them. Yeah, I just by way of, of quick background for everybody listening, in case you didn't get it, I think I maybe filled in for Russia about a dozen times back uh, back in the day, starting in 2014. But I've also been doing a show syndicated through Premier Radio Networks from 6 to 9 Eastern for the last five years. I, my math on this may be off, but I think it's the last five years. Uh, I got into this business, Clay, because of that sense of mission, quite honestly. I, I was uh, in the CIA because of... 9-11. Yes. And so I went over. You're a New Yorker. A New Yorker, born and raised in New York City, unmarried. But as I keep telling my parents, I'm working on it, getting closer. So no no kids, no uh, no marriage for me quite yet, but I'm working on it. But anyway, I, I joined the CIA because of 9-11. It was the first thing I wanted to do as soon as I got out of school. Because you were how old when 9-11 happened? I was a sophomore in college. So I joined in the CIA, the counterterrorism center, ended up deploying to uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, And I came back and spent about 18 months with the NYPD Intelligence Division, which will come into some of our discussion today about domestic 
Uh, and we've got a mayoral and, election in New York tomorrow, basically, right? That's right. A big, big election that has implications for the whole country in terms of the politics and the narrative. I know New York City politics may not be at the top of everybody's mind, but what it shows about crime. Uh, so I'm a New York native. We'll get into some of that. Uh, I joined conservative media because, God bless him, Glenn Beck found me, just basically heard about me. I'd never done a word of media, never done a, a sing- never published a single anything and Glenn said, don't go to business school and become a Wall Street guy, which was the plan. Come yeah. work come work for me out of the CIA. And I went right out of government work to start at The Blaze with Glenn and then syndicated radio. Managed to fill in for Glenn uh, Beck, Sean Hannity, and Rush Limbaugh on radio. I've been doing political talk radio now for going on almost 10 years. So that's what I bring to this. And, and uh, that's, that's my, my focus. And certainly on the national security side, Clay and I are going to be having a lot of really fascinating discussions here, but we mentioned terrorism. In this case, we have a terrorism story that wasn't in uh, a sense. And this is, to me, indicative of everything that's wrong with the country from social media. Because down in Fort Lauderdale, we had a uh, alleged terror LGBT attack. We're going to play some of the audio for you that completely blew up and was not in any way representative of what the true facts were. We're going to dive into that and how it might be impacting because it happened in Florida Already people talking a lot about the 2024 presidential campaign. There was a straw poll, a new one out. Who is the favorite? Who do you guys think the favorite should be? I'm going to put up a poll and let everybody vote. I'll give you the top four. You can follow me on Twitter at Clay Travis. You can follow the show at Clay and Buck. We're also going to punch back on social media, even though we're drastically overwhelmed there. Hashtag Clay and Buck. You can stream the show. We appreciate all the 400-plus stations. I believe, Buck, not to put any pressure on us, this is the largest radio show launch of all time mm-hmm. in terms of a new show. Uh, so we appreciate all the affiliates out there. We'll have a podcast up as well. I know a lot of you are interested in how uh, to consume the content if you're not able to listen to every minute, of which you will be doing. But I know that a lot of people moving around all throughout the day. The podcast will be up. You can follow us on Twitter. I appreciate if you would do that, at Clay and Buck. Also, your Twitter handle, Buck? Buck Sexton. It's there easy. we go. At Buck Sexton. I'm at Clay Travis. We're also going to be taking some of your calls. You guys, we're going to continue to interact, as Buck said. 800-282-2882 is that phone number. And I believe, Buck, you're going to make people recognize a little bit of intelligence here. And I also want folks to be saving money when it comes to using their cell service the secret is out people are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to pure talk for the same coverage but at a fraction of the price in the past year over twenty thousand of you that's smart rush listeners made the switch to pure talk so what are the rest of you waiting for if you're with at&t verizon or t-mobile your family could easily save over eight hundred dollars a year that's right eight hundred dollars a year just by switching to pure talk Here's how. Those big wireless providers are charging you for data you'll never need and perks you'll never use. Stop paying for stuff that you're not going to use. And switching was so easy. Clay and I got the brand new iPhone 12s. Now we're getting the same great service we had before, but guess what? It's at half the price. And listen to this. Unlimited talk. This is a new offer. Unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. Get unlimited talk. Text plus six gigs of data, all for just $30 a month. From your cell phone, this is how you do it. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text from Pure Talk. And we'll be right back.
Welcome back in. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. We are rolling through the program. We're about to play you the latest idiocy to trend on social media. Death Santis has become very popular. I just put up, by the way, a poll question, Buck Sexton. We're going to get into this in a little bit. You can go vote at Clay Travis, also at Clay and Buck. Go follow us on Twitter, please. We're going to try to punch back on social media and uh, actually win some of these battles occasionally. But most recent straw poll for 2024, these top Republican candidates were the top vote getters. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Mike Pompeo. Which of those four would be your preferred candidate right now in 2024? That will be interesting to unpack a bit as we move throughout the first hour of this program. I'm curious to see how you guys are voting in that. But let's go ahead and get a call in here quickly. John in Savannah, Georgia, breaking the ice, becoming the first caller. John, I don't want you to have a lot of pressure on you, but you do have a ton here. Don't blow it. Thanks. No pressure. Just wanted to say thank you. Sounds good. It's a great start. Uh, as I told the screener, keep up the good work. It sounds like everything's going to go well. And it's a ray of hope. I think it's a ray of hope for the country. Um, getting us back in the right direction. And I've been a cop for 35 years. As I sit here in my car with the uniform on. And uh, thank you. Keep it up, and it sounds good. Wow, John, thank you. We we, we want calls like John. Hey, yeah, John, John, <laughs> All the time. 35 years yeah. as a police officer. And you, you know this, Buck, because you worked, like you said, 18 months, New York uh, Police Department. It's never been a tougher time in anybody's life right now to be a cop than right now. I actually have a member of my family who was a police officer in Savannah for a number of oh, years, wow. believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the, the anti-police narrative, something we're going to be talking about today on the show because we will look at not just the viral stories that are out there from just over this weekend, Clay. It's something that we're, we're constantly trying to cover more because it goes against the narrative. But the, the anti-cop storylines that were told over the last year, unfortunately, we're seeing how this plays out. And as I have been saying now for a while on radio... It makes everything worse for everybody. In yes. fact, for the cops, for the communities, for everybody, things are worse off now because of the undermining of police for purely political reasons by the left and the Democrats. There's no doubt if you look at the data, and of course this story is not getting talked about anywhere near as much as it should, although we talked about this a little bit earlier, tomorrow is the New York City mayor race, effectively because the Democratic primary will decide who the mayor is going to be. And the number one topic has actually been crime because in every state and every city where BLM protests were the most active, guess what happened? The overall murder rate skyrocketed and the people who were most likely to be victims of that uh, violence, black and brown. You know, and the other thing that's uh, associated here in many ways, Buck, is that doesn't get any discussion at all. All the cities that got all the attention when the protests were going on, all the cameras were there, they all leave and then the murder rate skyrockets, crime rate skyrockets, which is why even 80% of any inner city residents, if you look at the data, Buck, they want police funded. They want more of them. Well, what you find out as well is that a lot of the Democrat-controlled cities, places like New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, name one, really, yes. they take the exact wrong lesson from the very spike Amen. in crime that you're talking about. They decide, you know what, maybe we should be even more lax. Maybe we should send in more social workers. We haven't not sent gonna... in enough social workers, Clay. <laughs> That's the approach they take. They want even more ridiculously. Uh, even more of this situation to happen. Tunnel to Towers Foundation helps us keep our commitment to never forget. Buck Sexton, you were talking about the fact that you went to work for the CIA because you saw this experience happen in the city of New York. Well, this foundation is still fighting to honor 
everyone out there. Gold Star, fallen first responder families, young children, catastrophically injured veterans, and first responders with 200 mortgage-free homes. I'm telling you right now, Frank Siller paying tribute to the fallen by walking from the Pentagon to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, on to Ground Zero, more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days, the month of August through 9-11. Towers of light are going to be shining at the Pentagon and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania memorials in remembrance. Names of those we lost to 9-11 related illness being read aloud at ceremony on September 12th and on Veterans Day. The names of those we lost in the war on terror will also be said out loud. Do good and help America to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, dot T-org. When we get back, we're going to dive into Ron DeSantis, the latest. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to lifelock.com slash news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at lifelock.com slash news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. It was a tragic accident, but at first they didn't say that. That's not how it was reported. In fact, you saw a lot of politics, a lot of narrative immediately afterwards. There was an accident at a pride parade 
uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And initially, the the mayor uh, went to Twitter to say that this was, quote, a terrorist attack against the LGBTQ community. He, the driver of the truck, came to destroy people. This was clearly no accident, end quote. The problem, Clay, is that it was clearly an accident, which everyone now admits, and we should get into why they got this so wrong, but you have more details. Yeah, look, this was a 77-year-old individual who was not healthy enough to be able to actually march in the parade, and so the idea was he was going to drive a car to be in the parade. He evidently inadvertently hit the accelerator as opposed to the brake and ended up killing and severely injuring several people. You know this, Buck, because you, back in a different world, used to get paid by CNN. They actually paid you, right? Mm-hmm. I you was a were, contributor. You I were was, a contributor. I used to do terrorism analysis at CNN. That was before CNN had lost their mind and uh, and completely gone to the dogs. But Buck Sexton employed there. And the number one rule of any incident such as this is what? You wait until you know. You wait till you have the facts. I will say, though, that that's adjusted, Clay, depending on the narrative Based upon who the the likely suspect or the likely yes. perpetrator's ideology and profile, that's what it, that's where all of a sudden the rules get very hazy for some people. All right. Well, this certainly was uh, immediately immediately this was a terror attack. Here is I can't believe this happened, but of course you all can believe it happened, and we're going to talk about the uh, the fallout. But the mayor or of Fort Lauderdale. As soon as this incident happened, he ran straight to the microphones. It spread and propagated throughout Twitter and social media, which we're going to discuss. But first, here is the esteemed, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, the esteemed mayor of Fort Lauderdale. I believe his name is Dean Trantalus, and uh, this is pretty much a disaster of leadership. Listen. What we saw it was a terrorist attack on the LGBT community. This is disgusting. We will not stand for this. Uh, this is not going to happen in my city or any city. Oh, first of all, I noticed, Buck, he left off the cues. He said it was only an attack against the LGBT. I don't know how many more letters there are now included in the LGBT community, but I know that Q is in there, and he left it off. All of that's not true. The number one thing that we should rely on a mayor to do, I think, in an incident such as this, stand in front of the microphones and give us information and make it reliable. Instead, everything that he said was false. Now, this is fascinating because it's a window into the mind of the left in America right now, the Democrat Party broadly, and their view of their political opponents. Because what happened here, everyone agrees, as we've already described, that this was clearly just a tragic accident. I mean, he 77 year old man accidentally hit he, the accelerator. Hit, hit the wrong... He was there to support the parade. That's right. He's a member of the gay men's chorus, actually, yes. and had a pride flag on the back of on the back of his pickup truck. But here's what happened. Pride parade, pickup truck, someone killed and immediately not just this politician, but the media apparatus around him, the Democrat aligned media apparatus, the New York Times, CNN. You all know what outlets we're talking about here. They saw an opportunity to push the narrative right away of, oh, this was a hate crime. That's right. Now, why do they have such a a hair trigger, if you will, about calling for a hate crime like this? The background to all of uh, to stories like this and other things that we're seeing is that if you read those newspapers that I mentioned, New York Times, Washington Post, if you watch those cable channels, you're being fed a steady diet day in and day out of 
Trump supporters are a constant threat. Yes. Hate crimes are on the rise because of the white nationalist Trump supporter threat out there. Another insurrection is just moments away. So there's this this constant anxiety that creates this elevation of something like this where everybody should have said, hold, hold on a second. Like, yes. let's, yeah. And by the way, even in the initial reporting, it was clear this did not it didn't add up to be a terrorist attack. But why did they go there? And Clay, as you know, they went even further. Somehow, uh, elderly fellow accidentally tragic accident becomes Ron DeSantis is a murderer. Hashtag death Santis. Yes. There are political reasons for this that we can all see. And I think a lot of it has to be unpacked because, to me, this is indicative of the larger issues that we're facing in a country today. Let me just say this. Whatever you believe, there is evidence on the Internet to support it. It doesn't matter what you believe because we are a big, massive country of 330 million people. And at some point, there is a viral video of someone saying or doing something that you believe. The challenge that I think is out there, social media, to your point, runs long before the facts are out. And what fires me up, and I want to listen to this again, because I want you to listen. This is an elected mayor of a pretty decent-sized city in America, this Dean Trantalus, Fort Lauderdale. I want you to listen to him again, and I want you to think about as you listen to everything that he said is false. Every single word that he said is false. How many people are never going to get the truth, Buck? Because they're going to hear this. They're going to see it in their silos of media. And even though we now know it's 100% false, they're never going to get the correction. It's like in a newspaper, an old school newspaper. I still like to read the old school newspaper. At the front, they write the corrections, tiny little print. Nobody ever sees the correction. They believe the lie. They follow the lie because the lie helps to drive the narrative that is White supremacists are trying to take over this country. None of you are safe if you're gay, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're Hispanic, unless, by the way, Buck, you happen to be Asian and get attacked by a black guy because then those videos disappear. The stories don't get written. First paragraph, anytime a white guy does anything, race gets described. New York Times, all those videos, all those uh, anti-Asian hate crimes, First paragraph, the race never gets described if it's not a white guy who does it. I've got to say that there's also a clear, and this will tie into our Ron DeSantis straw poll discussion, the left hates DeSantis so much. The Democrats hate DeSantis so much because in him they see somebody who could pick up the mantle of Trumpism, if you will. And then we'll get into this. This is going to be an ongoing discussion. By no means are we settling this now. But that could happen. So here's the machinery. Think about this as though... It's almost like you're at a factory and the media has an assembly line and they're trying to produce uh, they're trying to produce something, a little neatly packaged uh, you know, tidbit for all of its audience that they'll like, that they'll enjoy. And that goes also to the purpose. There's what this left wing audience wants and there's what this left wing audience needs to be told to get them mobilized politically. It was here's a hate crime. We're in a elevated concern about hate crimes already because of Trump and Trumpism and white uh, white nationalists because of the lies, because right, of be, the narrative, because of the intentional exaggeration of that that's used to justify the oppression of 
Trump voters and tying it all together. But then also they, they, they looked for Ron DeSantis to just sort of put him on the assembly line, so to speak, here, because he had signed a bill that said that if you're driving your car and people intentionally uh, you know, jam the roadway, that there was going to be some protection for you from liability because you have these crazy things where people are at a, a BLM protest or an Antifa riot and they jump on people's cars. And people are terrified, and they do what a lot of people do, which is drive. But so they saw that, they said, ah, let's immediately link the non-terrorist attack to, to, to this incident and say it's Ron DeSantis' fault. Because how many times are they going to lie about him, Clay? They lied about DeSantis when it came to the Vaccines. Florida numbers. They lied about him when it came to vaccine distribution. Relationship they, with Publix. The 60-minute story, which was 100% a lie. I want everyone to know that the fake news arsenal that was deployed for four years against Donald Trump, you're already seeing it deployed against Ron DeSantis, and there's a reason for that. And one of those reasons, and I want you guys to vote, and I'm fascinated by this because I wonder whether all of this social media junk is actually working right now in Ron DeSantis' favor. And I wanted to hit you a couple of stats, Buck, that I think you're going to hear, and I want to keep hammering this home. I want you guys to be active with us. You can hashtag us. Uh, Clay and Buck. You can follow us on Twitter at Clay and Buck. He's at Buck Sexton. I am at Clay Travis. But I saw some of the data points on this and I thought, you know what? We need to actually share some of this data because I do think the power has become so overwhelming with social media, Twitter in particular, that most people don't actually look at the numbers. Less than 8% of U.S. citizens are active Twitter users. That's even lower when you consider political Twitter. If Twitter were a congressional district, it would vote like Portland, Oregon. This is from John Noonan. 10% of Twitter users create 80% of the content focused on politics. It's not the real world. What I always say is it is a carnival funhouse version, Buck, of the real world. And if you try to adjust your behavior, which far too many uh, politicians and corporations are doing, it's like standing in front of a carnival funhouse mirror and thinking, oh, I'm fat. It's made you look fat. Oh, I'm skinny. It's made you look skinny. It's not an accurate representation of the country. And so when we respond to it, what we end up doing is drastically overrating the value of it as a uh, as a mechanism by which to determine the overall mood of the country. And I think that's working in DeSantis's favor. I think so, too. And the the New York Times, it has been said, has as an assignment. It's assignment editors, actually, Twitter. And what I would add to that is that the echo chamber effect of Twitter on news coverage is incredibly powerful for a lot of people listening. They're listening to us on on hundreds of radio stations across the country. Uh, They're thinking, well, Twitter, I mean, so many folks aren't on it, as you point out, but it's a way for for narrative to be communicated in real time from one news organization to another. And then they can all point to each other, which, by the way, they did. There was a New York Times reporter who was jumping all over Fox News for pointing out the falsehood yes. of the initial story. And it was, why are you reporting on them getting it wrong? You know, kind of everybody makes mistakes attitude, except as we know, well, if you're going to get things wrong, you should be held to account for it. And in this case, I mean, this was recklessly bad reporting. Also, it only seems to be wrong in one way. Yes. Like, that's my thing. Trump, like, if you think back to all the things that people got wrong about Trump and what they're getting wrong about DeSantis. There's never a point where you sit back and say, oh, that's a really favorable story that ended up being false. Like, whatever it might be, right? 
you would think if you were just occasionally getting facts wrong that the facts wouldn't always cut in a negative way. There'd be sometimes where you'd be like, hey, Ron DeSantis, uh, he saved 10 people from a burning building. Oh, that didn't actually happen, but at least it was a positive story, right? Donald Trump, there was a boat that sank during a Trump rally, and he swam, and he saved 10 people. And you're like, oh, well, that didn't actually happen. It's only negative stories that are not true. And the negative stories are not something, and I want everyone to understand this. There is no reporter who feels badly about writing a story that trashes Trump or DeSantis or whatever because they've served the purpose at they the time. They get rewarded. They, that's right. They get bigger contracts, more followers. Look at Russia collusion, which is something we will refer to as a as a background note, I'd say, for this show sometimes. Russia collusion, four years. And this is terrifying commentary on the American media in general. Total lies. All. Full of nonsense. And if you look, and you and I know this because we see... The people who were at the front of the Trump is Putin's puppet train, bigger book deals, more followers on social media, elevated at all these Zero platforms. Zero negative consequences. So the actual market incentives for the Democrat left, for the fake news, as Trump used to call them, rightly so, is to keep doing exactly what they've done. So I just want everyone to, this is why you see these things like death Santa's yes. trending. This is why this continues to happen. They're terrified of DeSantis because on some level, DeSantis is logical Trump. I'm going to unpack that a little bit more when we come back. I'm also going to give you the latest poll results. Nearly 20,000 of you have voted in the first 20 minutes. Most recent straw poll for 2024. These were the top four candidates, according to the voters. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Mike Pompeo. Who would you support? Get your votes in. I'll update you on those first 20,000 when we come back and We'll discuss if there's any significance of these early straw polls. That's next to finish off the first hour. I'm Clay Travis. He's Buck Sexton. Who is the leader right now in the 2024 clubhouse? We'll discuss next. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Going to give you the updates of that poll. Want to get it over 20,000. Get your votes in. But first, we want to go to Paul in Queens, Queens. New York. Paul, what's up, my man? I'm excited. (laughs) Hey, hi, gentlemen. Listen, I just want to know one thing. I grew up in 1962. Uh, I was born, and I went to school, and I remember uh, we went through communism, and this is a free country. But what I see, I hear uh, the left using McCarthyism, which McCarthyism was just a way of trying to find who were the communists. Right now, it's not McCarthyism. They're trying to uh, smear a word. Because what we're in is Orwellianism. We've got people locked up in jail that didn't do anything because you saw them. They just walked in and, you know, whatever. It's all hearsay, whatever. But they're locked up. And meanwhile, you have people who are criminals out in the middle of the street let go after burning down buildings. And my, my point is that for four years, they bashed President Trump. You had the intelligence agency, uh, like 80 of them, all wrote a letter saying President Trump was this, that, blah, blah, blah. Where is the 80 intelligent officers now talking about Biden giving away 16 priorities where not to hack? So you well, look, let me let me let me say this. Yeah, Paul, let me let me. First of all, thank you for calling in. We really appreciate folks lighting up the lines in this first hour. And also a fellow New Yorker. Always exciting to hear from you Uh, as as to the issue of solitary, the solitary confinement that some individuals are being held in. 
it's outrageous given the actual charges against them. And this is the January 6th riot. They call it an insurrection. I think that's crazy. It's a riot. Um, That's clearly politicized in in nature. That's a political decision. And we could go into and I will go into with Clay here over the course of the show some of the judges rationale for that. And I think it's outrageous. As for the McCarthyism comment and, and how you feel the country's trending right now with covid over the last year and particularly the social media lockdowns, it really felt like we got a test drive of authoritarianism and we really need to repudiate this. We need to fight back against this or else it will Come back. Now, I know that we promised you that there will be a poll, and Clay is going to be our— Over 20,000 of you have voted. I'm going to give you the poll results as soon as we come back. Just a couple of minutes. But, you know, not long ago, I met my friend Mike Lindell. He's the inventor of MyPillow, and he fit me for my very own MyPillow, among other incredible products. Clay and I love these pillows. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made right here in the USA. If you don't own a MyPillow, now is the time to buy. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard or queen premium MyPillow for $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on New Radio Listener Specials. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper. I love that one. MyPillow Towel Sets. They work so well. Enter promo code Clay and Buck. That's promo code Clay and Buck when you go to MyPillow.com or call 800-792-3269. 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 